And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. Amen. Why must we have an honor your pastor campaign? So that the people can receive mighty works, mighty miracles, mighty signs and wonders from the pastor. It's for your benefit. Because when you don't honor, then you block the miracles, you block the healings, you block the deliverance, you block everything. And the pastor is of little benefit to you. Hmm. You see what the devil is trying to do? Put it for them in the NLT, then we read nice together. The next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue. Hey, Jesus was a teacher, man, I like it. Teaching in the synagogue. And many who heard him were amazed. They asked, where did he get all this wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? Then, then they scoffed. He's just a carpenter. The son of Mary and the brother of James. Joseph is the brother. His brother I, we know his brothers. Pastor Clint, Pastor Charlie. And then there's some other brothers. There's Joseph, there's Judas, there's Simon. And his sisters live right here among us. They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Wow. Then Jesus told them, a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family. That is is familiarity. He kills the anointing. So, Somehow your close family, they are at a disadvantage from receiving unless they are taught this and they transform. Like Jason, when Jason came home, he said to to me, Daddy, uh, why is the family so familiar with you? Because he was away for a long time. I said, it happens if if they're with me every day. He just noticed it, you know. I said, don't worry, it's a normal human phenomenon. Actually, Bad thing, the family gets too used to you because they see you in your normal state. Aha, uh-huh. they don't stitch you without your makeup and your hairdo. <laughs> then Jesus said, A prophet is honored everywhere except in his own home and among his relatives and his own family. Hey. And because of the unbelief, He couldn't do any mighty miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. This scripture must stay there, five. And because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any mighty miracles. Do you see it? 
but they just laid hands on a few people and were healed. Most people did not receive the benefit of Jesus in their midst. So the pastor, to have a mega church, must have what we call the honor your prophet campaign. I was walking with Bishop Dag in Singapore, and one of the things he said to me, I was with him there, Pastor Jimmy said, what do you think of my honor the prophet campaign? You know? So he said, to tell people, honor me. No, he, was, he was trying to say how, in human eyes, how foolish it could look like. You're telling them, honor me. But he said, it takes a strong man. He was telling us to be strong. He said, it takes a strong pastor because you would almost like feel, hey man, what do you mean? think of me, man, Mensen gaan nou dink, ek lig myself op. But you see, I don't know what you can see. Can you see? It's like, it's for your benefit, man. But I have to tell you to honor me. So a non-spiritual person won't understand and say, kom wat jylle pastor aan, jylle maak te veel van jylle pastor, en dan jylle pastor wil te opgelig word. The natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit. Must I tell you what Bishop told me once? He said, it's not devils that block the Holy Spirit. It's the natural man. The natural man in his natural thinking cannot receive, cannot receive the things of the Spirit. So in other words, a natural man would say, nah, man, see, must you do it for him? I'm not It's natural. And that's why you can't receive the things of the Spirit. But I know you're not natural because you're all spiritual people. Amen? Amen. So what is the Honor Your Prophet campaign? It's all about increasing the faith of the congregation in their pastor. Do you hear me? Because where the prophet is not honored, there no mighty works will happen. Who was the greatest prophet who ever lived? Jesus Christ. Do you agree? Yet he could do no mighty works in his own hometown. It seemed that the anointing couldn't work there. He couldn't do miracles. Only laid hands on a few sick. But how can it be possible? He's got all power. He's got the full measure of the Spirit. Yeah. In a church, a pastor is easily dishonored and disregarded because he's around all the time. His wonderful sermons are not valued anymore because they are heard every week. Hey! Over the years, I've noticed how church members disregard prophecies I give to them. They consider the great messages coming from me as just good advice from a concerned brother. They never recognize me as a prophet. In their lives. So they couldn't benefit from the great blessing that was coming to them from the Lord. Amen. Hosea chapter 12, 13. This is a scripture that we must all memorize, okay? By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. It is by a prophet. And that prophet was Moses. God always works through a human being. Are you all listening to me, young people? God will always work through a human being. 
He didn't send angels to come and lead you. It's a human being. Of a human being, what are you talking By a prophet, Hosea 12:13. Everybody say Hosea 12:13. Say it again, Hosea 12:13. It's easy to remember because 13 comes after 12. Hosea 12:13. Hosea 12:13. By a prophet. There are some scriptures that we always emphasize because especially to explain our teaching. Our teaching, another word for teaching is doctrine. So people say this is our doctrine, our dogma, our trend of teaching. We teach to honor the prophet. So to have that teaching, you also have scriptures that goes with it. And say, look, the Lord delivered Israel by a prophet. Are you with me? And even not just delivered them, they preserved them. For 40 years in the desert, there was a man of God. Hey, when the water was, when the, when there was no water in the desert, he said to Moses, strike the rock and water will flow for the people, for this people. This, what, uh, if, 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 if you're not thankful for something, what is the word? This ungrateful people. They're sick of the bread. I give them bread every day. They want meat. Okay. Let the birds fall from the sky for them. Let them have some nice dove stew. Dove stew. And tell them that I will, uh, they don't have to worry about tomorrow. I will provide for tomorrow. But some of them were colored in the desert. They put stuff in the shop right back. The Lord said, don't keep anything for tomorrow. I will provide again for tomorrow. Alles sê, wach, 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 wach. Wat gaat hulle met al die donuts maak? You know the college ask, they won't ask for something. They look and they say, wonder wat gaat hulle met al die muffins maak? Say, wonder wat hulle ten jou sak aan sit die man. Anyway, so those were the things, but it's by a prophet. Once the water were bitter at Mara, and by a prophet, the water became sweet again. Hey, it's so beautiful, isn't it? It's so biblical, man. It's so glorious. A man, God used a man, in some cases, a woman. The Boras, the Esters. God uses human beings. And the difficulty is the people that must help are also human beings. And they are filled with demonic pride so they can't accept that another man can lead them. Hmm. By a prophet. Hosea 12. Hosea 12. Wonderful. My school teaching skills come out. See, memory, 12, 13, 12 and 13. By a prophet, the Lord. It's the Lord who brought them out, right? Never forget, everything is God. Your past is never greater than God. But the Bible said, the Lord will break your past. And for you to get out. Do you understand that? By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel. Israel, 
He's the nation out of Egypt and by a prophet. He uses the term he in the King James, but he was Jacob was turned to Israel. He's the father of the nation. He was, he was preserved. You're being preserved because you have a pastor. Every human being must have a pastor. Even the pastor has a pastor. That's why I can tell you, this is my pastor. He's my pastor. He phones me when my mother-in-law dies. He's my pastor. He's not going to phone you. I will phone you. Jadiyas data ni nokrejari message more. Asa si pastor tika warani. Ekat lang kali buat kapresti. Jadi data ni. And you have you have immediate pastors too. That will look after you. Amen. When the prophet is honored, a great anointing will flow and many blessings will come to the people. Honoring the prophet is to honor the person whom God will use to take the flock out of Egypt and into the promised land. So when your pastor is received as a great prophet, he will lead a large congregation out of darkness and difficulty. He will bring a large congregation into a place of great blessing. Say amen. That's why it's difficult for church uh, family members. Do you know? Pastors, that's listening to me. Don't worry if your family members don't receive you. It's normal. This has happened here. You're not greater than Jesus. What's wrong with you? If they did it to Jesus, they won't. So what actually happens is uh, the Lord sends you away from your own family. And he sends you to a certain people that he wants you to minister to. Yeah. Rejection is often God's way of moving you to the place where he wants you to be. You can't fight to be accepted there. No. Jesus moved away from Nazareth when they didn't accept him there. The honor your prophet campaign. Are you all listening? Why? You must honor. Look, we're also giving you doctrine here today. So if people say, why do you church? Why does your church always do that? Now you can explain. All right. What will the honor your, the, the prophet campaign do for the church? This will ensure that the church members have regard for their pastor. To dishonor a pastor is to disregard, ignore, and neglect his wisdom, his thoughts, his revelation, his teaching, his ministry. 1 Timothy 5.17 says beautifully, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. Not just honor, but double honor. Especially they that teach in word and in doctrine. Beautiful, isn't it? What will the honor, the prophet campaign also do? It will ensure, number two, that the church members obey and yield and submit and agree and comply with the pastor's commands and visions. Now, you see them. You call me them. If you look at my church, you will almost think that the people, they run when I say something, they quick when I say something, you see? But <coughs> then you see, I can't speak like that in my church, you say, because the mensen gaan offense. It's because you didn't apply this campaign. 
you must first teach them to honor the prophet. Then when you give a command, they quickly obey. They quickly take the instruction. They run to, to do it. Uh, it's because of the honor that they give to you. Are you with me? You must always see it as a great person coming. So if, 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 if you know, I don't want to use South African examples because these guys are all, who's great? Let's say, say a great man of God is here. If say Bishop Dag is here and he say, get me a glass of water, please. You will run that, you will be so afraid that nobody must ask, must do it because you want to do it, isn't it? That's the type of honor you want to, and then you clean it, oh, it mustn't be messy. You, you bring it. But when there's no honor, you say, Bago pastor, ek is gewoon bezig is so met iets anders. You see, but when you, you have that, you see, it's not, it's not because I'm a tyrant. It's not because I'm hard. Actually, I'm a very lovable person. Yeah. It's not that the people are afraid. He's going to scowl. It's not that. You make a mistake. We have, we have implemented the Honor Your Prophet campaign. Amen. We actually have an Honor Your Prophet. And this, this thing that we're having with the Founders Day in the 23rd, we have it every year. This year, week, just close to the birthday. So this time is before, because the week after I must be in Ghana with Bishop. Yeah, there's it. Honor Your Prophet. Honor the gift. Honor this. It's beautiful. We do it on the birthday, they celebrate. Bishop, then they have a special Honor Your Prophet Day besides the birthday. Founders Day is the birthday, then they have another day, Honor Your Prophet. Now that is why it, it takes a hard man to do it, because it's like, as iemand gaan doen nie, gaan ek het maar nie, ek gaan maar nie sê nie. Now you say for your wife in the night, these church people could have must must think men. And they could have also organized the honor your prophet. What type of people is this? They don't, don't they see? Allah You must teach them. Do you see? Now you come here, you say, I can honor the means of a pastor Chris. Allah would now praise ya. Alle moet nou gaan prijs, ja. Maar alle die gaan weet, alle moet honor nie. You have to teach it to them. Don't worry what they think. Jeremiah, don't be afraid of their faces. Even if they feel sleepy. Don't be afraid of their faces. Teach them. Amen. And later you will, you, will, you will see it's for your benefit. I always say it's, it's when the anointing is flowing from me, then I can actually pick up where the honor is great. Yeah, I can. Some people are not even close to me, then you see the power of God eats them. That is a sign of honor for me. Yes. It's a sign of belief. Now, the person believes that if you pray for them, they're going to receive something. There's no doubt. So if I can come close to this man, you see. So because of that thing, your faith has already touched him.
your faith already works for you because you believe that this man, as normal as he might be, he looks like us, you know, he dressed like us, smells like us, but, but there's, there's an anointing flowing over me. Yeah. You, you sense that in some people. And, and women are more, are more sensitive to the spirit than men. More, much more. Women are more sensitive because women, they take their main role if it's not their husband. You see, like a woman is made to be a helper. So the best helpers for the pastor are women. It's only the curse works against the woman when she's in a relationship with her own husband. I won't go so deep into that. Do you see now? But they perform genuinely well if it's, if it's, if it's not if familiarity is removed. Do you get it now? He even said of his mother, who's my mother, who's my brothers? No, no, no. There you do the will of God. That's my people. This is my people. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Beautiful. So, what did I say? Number two, they, 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 they listen to the commands. Amen. Hebrews 13, 17. Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls and they must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief. Now, if we have a lot of young people and we teach them this, it will be easy for them to receive it. But they can eat die makkelijk for a groot mens Stand, brother. It gaan baie moeilik wees, man. Hy gaan dink in sy mind, nah, man, wie dink die pastor sy? See? So your age is counting against you because you've been taught wrong for many years. You've been taught wrong for many years. Yeah. Number three, the Honor Your Prophet campaign will ensure that the church members reward the pastor for his contribution. Wow. They reward him for his input, his worth, and his very existence in their lives. Huh? To dishonor someone is to fail to reward him or to pay him adequately for his great contribution. Hmm? It is important to reap the greatest harvest possible by appreciating your profit. Say amen. amen. Because Galatians 6.6, 6, Galatians 6.6, 6, let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, he shall also reap. Hallelujah. So what you must do, you must bring appropriate gifts to your pastor. Even if he doesn't need it. Amen. Amen. Gifts that he doesn't need, but are presented for the sake of honor only. Amen. Malachi 1.6, you say, a son honoreth his father and a servant his master. If I be your father, where is my honor? If I be your master, where is my fear? So you must bring a gift to your pastor. Say, 
It's a sign of honor. Come with something. Even if it's very small, you come with something. Amen. Bring some. And you know what? You never really forget people who honor you. If somehow you can't forget it. It's always engraved in your memory. The person's honor. You will pray for that people and you will bless them. Amen. Something will happen. It was Mary who gave that alabaster box on Jesus' feet. Hey. They said, Hey, it's a mouth. This man has got a garment that has got no seam. This is only rich people can wear such garments. Then he's got Judas that has a money bag. These people travel up and down and yo, the crowds are there. They've got to take a lot of offerings. Don't stop, break this expensive box. Take a class, you swap. But when they tried to stop her, Jesus rebuked them. He said, ah, don't do that. She's done what is right. She's done what is right. Amen. Amen. And of her will be spoken one day at BMI. 2,000 years later. She will be a memorial. The poor you always have with you. But me, you don't always have. Let her do it. Let her continue to give this expensive. She's preparing me for my burial. Jelle wil achter nakom gee as ek dood is. Ek sê net wat is die vertaling van die story van Jesus. Ek praat hier van my siafie hoor. Praat van Jesus. Hy sê jelle wil kom achter na, kom lang huil, by my graf. But when I was alive, you did nothing. You even wanted to stop the people from honoring me. You have the spirit of Judas. And the Bible says Judas wanted to stop her because he was a thief. People who want to prevent others from honoring the pastor, they are thieves. They carry the spirit of Judas. Where's Sean? Is he here? Stand up, stand up. He's going to be my bodyguard. He's just been elected to represent South Africa in the Karate Championship against other... Yeah. But he doesn't come to church, so I rebuked him now and I said, after today he must come to church and his job will be my bodyguard. Because the way I preach, man, I need a bodyguard. <laughs> Here I need a bodyguard. And the Judas got me into jam at a messy in the cake. Number four, are you still here? Yes. Must I move off this campaign because you don't, you don't want to honor the prophet? The, the, this campaign will make sure that the, the church members think well of their pastor and bestow on him all things that are necessary. And I'm not for, for time, I'm not going to read it, but in Acts 28, from verse 1 to 10, Peter, let's just read verse 10, verse 10, Acts 28, verse 10, Peter, uh, sorry, Paul was on this island of Melita, 
just Tedre, uh, Jason, quickly. Answer and then, and then because that is a security call. Um, <clears throat> look here. They thought that Paul was. Just look how the, the things changed. Eh? They thought Paul was like a chancer. Then in, in Acts chapter 28, when they escaped, they knew that the island was called Melita. The barbarous people showed us no kindness. Let, 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 let me show you. Uh, put it in the NLT quickly. Maybe this is nice. I don't want to rush. Let me not rush. If the time is over, then I'll end. You must come back next year, okay? As a result, we were shot for the conference. As a result, somebody asked me to do a camp because they want more of the soul. Deirdre might arrange a camp before the year's over at Chrysalis. You just have to share it with the baboons that's also there on the mountain, okay? As a result, we were showered with honors. No, go to verse 1. I just want to show you why they hated them. Quickly, fast, 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 fast. We were once safe on shore. We learned that we were on the island of Malta. You know, there was a shipwreck, so, so he went onto this island. The people of the island were very kind to us. It was cold and rainy, so they built a fire on the shore to welcome us. As Paul gathered an armful of sticks uh, and was laying them on the fire, a poisonous snake driven out by the heat put him on the hand. Wow. The people of the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other, this is a murderer, no doubt. Though we escape the sea, justice will not permit him to live. But Paul shook off the snake into the fire and was un unarmed. The people waited for him to swell up or suddenly drop dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw that he wasn't harmed, they changed their minds and decided he was a god. Near the shore, near the shore where we landed was an estate belonging to Publius, the chief official, or Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us and treated us kindly for three days. As it happened, Publius' father was ill with fever and dysentery. Paul went in and prayed for him and laying his hands on him, he healed him. Then all the other sick people on the island came and were healed. Listen, this is the verse. As a result, we were showered with honor. And when the time came to sail, the people supplied us with everything we would need for the trip. Amen. Give what is needed. So pastor said, Nishi altyd loop te bylei prik koop vir my paar sakdoeke. Amen. Beautiful. Alright. Number second campaign. Or the second photo. What, what campaign is this? Fifth, six, seven? Talk to me. Who's following me? Five, the anti-Brutish campaign. Anti-Brutish campaign, let me just quickly rush through these campaigns. So it is about prayer. Amen. If you are Brutish, it means you don't pray. Any pastor who wants a big church will have to get into intercession. He will have to pray. This is often mentioned. Dr. Cho, the man with the biggest church, mentions prayer as the greatest thing. Jeremiah 10 verse 21 Jeremiah 10 verse 21, For the pastors are become brutish and have not sought the Lord. Therefore they shall not prosper and all the flock shall be scattered. If the pastor doesn't pray or if the cell leader doesn't pray, then the cell members won't, won't gather. Uh, he has become brutish. He has not sought the Lord. Say brutish. 
This campaign is anti-brutish. We don't want to be brutish. We want to pray. Pastors must all, all shepherds and pastors must have time to wait on God. Time to go away to pray. It is my custom to go away to pray. I rent a place far away from home, away from my family for three days and I go to pray. Occasionally I do it as much as I care if possible. Everybody should do it more than normal. That's when you have quiet time, put your phone away, speak to God. Everything I, I really believe that I accomplished in the ministry is through many options, op, uh, opportunities and connections, but it was always after long times of prayer, long periods of prayer. It's like for every new phase you must enter, you must have a number of hours to pray. Yes, you must spend at least days. You must, I walk far because the, I'm, I'm alone there. I'm, there's nothing to do. I must, I'm come to pray. So then I set myself, I'm going to go till there. It takes me three hours, maybe say two hours up, two hours back, or two and a half, two, then it's five hours of prayer. I let them, my feet is paining. I think, yeah, I can't circles. And I don't want to sweat, so I'm walking slow. And as you pray, then now and then, the Lord puts something in your heart to speak in English, He will speak. But most of the time, you're praying in tongues. Even this property here, I, was, I used to pray on the mountain there. That was my, I have the day trips also. I do day trips and I do three day trips. The day trip, I used to pray. Then I sit there, then I look. I had a binoculars. I take a binoculars with me to see far. And I used to see this land here. And I look all over the city because I was there on that hill and you can see the whole city. And I don't know what, what I want to hear what is God saying? Because God don't talk much, man. You talk, 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 talk. He don't talk back, man. So I look for him in the trees, in the flowers, in the birds and the bees. Vaseri yara. But I always, the Lord always, I always look this way. I could still remember the yellow. The yellow was the, the, the flat somewhere here was painted. All the yellow. So when you look far, you see a big yellow. If it's one house, you can't see it. But because it was many houses, the same color, you see there's a yellow patch. And it was here. I have many great visions. I saw an airplane burning one day. A fire. But it wasn't real, it was a vision. Yeah. You, you must go away to get visions of God. Yeah. That, that there will be flames of fire as you fly. Amen. One day I picked up money while praying. Uh, 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 one sin. Because I was praying for many days and God didn't say anything. I say, Because the Bible says, wait on the Lord. But the Lord is not showing up. So the first day I, pick, I picked up uh, after praying for hours, 
picked up a small sin. Said, what is this? What are you saying? So, the next day I came, I picked up another sin. It's like people probably dropped it, I don't know, but it's like it's already embedded into the ground. It's like, huh? It's the same. It's Then I said, Lord, if I see the third sin, then I know you're saying something. So the third day, I'm praying. But my eyes is down like Shuki sin. Then then I see something shining, then I'm excited, then I go. I said the dopey fana fana. That day I pack up. I'm 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 not happy with God. Three taman. The yara prat nuts. And I normally sometimes do this trips when I want to be alone. If I'm got something big is coming up, I know I must spend time with God. And I remember we went to Durban. I'm telling you the story, it's a long story. But anyway, so we went to Durban with my old crew. And then the pastor said, I, I took about 10 or 12 of my members. Then the pastor asked me, you are coming to preach us for the weekend, but we have an opening on the Saturday. Can't you preach? And uh, I said, okay. So they took me to the opening and I was preaching there. It's all a lot of beggies. It's in the Durban... Uh, like the downtown, not the modern Durban, the old Durban. The people moved in, the foreigners moved into those. It's stinking like urine there, man. And I'm preaching and I'm preaching and I'm preaching. And I think, these are people that God, uh, that God paid the price for. I think before we preached, we walked in, uh, the, 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 we walked in the streets telling the people to come to the crusade. That's what, that's what, what happened is. Then, as I'm walking, I see a saint in Durban. It's a year. This must be sent by the Kasukat and Stellan Boss. And I'm saying, hey, praise God. But it's a sin. Then my guys are with me. And as I'm walking, somebody probably dropped a lot of sins, man. I don't know how God works, but I'm looking for signs in, in waiting on him. So I said, one sin, there's another one, there's another one. But it's of no value, so nobody picks it up. Even my guys walking with me, they're just kicking it like this. I said, don't kick, don't kick, pick it up. Because they don't know about my experience. I'm looking for what is God saying. But it's like they're saying, it has no value. But God is saying, every cent has value. So when I stood in the open air, and all that beggies were there, smelling like urine. It was like the Lord said to me, this, for, for, the, for, the, for the others, these people have no value. But for me, they have value. They are like the saints lying here. It was on that trip, 
said, the Lord showered me with riches. I'll never forget. I preach like I'm preaching to thousands. And then in one of the churches, a man called me. He said, God said they must give me some, gave me a big check. Must I tell you how much it was? You want to hear? I can't tell you for security reasons. Signed the big check. And then he, he, he took, he went to his cupboard, he, he took out a watch and he said, uh, I, the Lord said I must give you this watch. But it was a watch that I always teased my children with. We used to have this golf magazine. But look, then these guys wear these watches, Omega, Tag Hauer. So I always used to tease them when they were small. Then I say, one day when you guys grow up, buy daddy such a watch. Then they used to get fed up. You keep saying the same thing, they say. But I was joking. And then this man took out this thing and he showed it. <sighs> he saw the shock on my face. He said, don't you like it? He said, no, 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 brother, I like it. I like it. Because he had another one. He had an Omega. And then the tag, yeah, well, now the Omega is a bit more expensive, but because of, the, because of them, I wanted to show them what God can do. But this was all connected to the money, to the sense, the no value. Those that you think have no value, I can, this stuff is worldly, earthly value. I can give it to you like nothing, says God. But these are the souls. Then I remember the woman taking out the bag. Because Bishop Dag was just here a few weeks ago. He, he used my wife's bag as an example. Can I use the, whose bag is this? Yeah. He said, you see like this bag. And it wasn't a great bag. And my wife said, but Simon. He said, this bag. And Bishop was preaching with a bag. And said, you see, you don't need to buy expensive. And this is Chinese. And he was pulling the zip. Oh, my wife was a bit embarrassed, you know. <laughs> and that woman took out the bag and she gave it to me. It was Louis Vuitton LV. So I said, Lord, what are you trying to show me? The Lord said, don't, don't worry about these things. These things I can give you in a jiffy. You just do my will. Pick up the useless sense of the lost souls of people and all the other things shall be added unto you. The anti-Brutish campaign. You cannot hear God if you don't go away to spend time with God. There was nothing like this. Nothing, nothing. Now it is here. Hallelujah. When pastors and shepherds don't seek the Lord, they become brutish. Yeah. They are dry. They are unspiritual. They are not anointed. I can preach for six hours like this and all the people sit and listen. That is anointing. That is not just people sitting because they have to sit. But if you don't have it, if you're anti-brutish, so it's dry, so it's boring, the men say, well, they got look. If you want anointing, you must spend time in prayer. Say amen. amen. The anointing is the environment for prayer. 
The anointing, pray cultivates the environment for the anointing. Are you with me? Because without prayer, you become brutish. Seeking the Lord like Moses did is what advances you. Moses went to the burning bush to find God. Look what it says. 1 Samuel 12, 6. And Samuel said unto the people, 1 Samuel 12, 6. It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron and brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Hallelujah. So Moses was advanced. He became a God to Pharaoh. He became a God to Aaron. And he became very great because the Lord advanced him. Number six, number eight, number what? The next campaign, the cell group campaign. Bishop Dad calls it Basenta, Basonta, and Batenta. They have their own names. You can develop your own names. But it has to do with small groups. You must move your church into small groups for growth. Amen. You must have small group gatherings. You must have small group gatherings. Don't give up on it. If it doesn't work, then just apply effort. Constant, persistent effort. They have what they call basenta, and the basenta is when they meet in the cell groups on Thursdays and Wednesdays at somebody's houses, and those people are brought to the church on a Sunday morning. Then they have also basonta. Those people can't unfortunately meet in home cells for some reasons or the other, but they come together on a Sunday and they are also in groups and they also bus to church. Then they even have the patenta, which is those people who come to church with taxis and Ubers. So you need to have different groups that make it possible. We at BMI, just for your information, we change the stuff and we also have taxis now. So I think, Pastor Robin, do we have nine taxis? One of them doing two trips? Nine taxis, yeah. So the, the group leaders, they organize it. We have a transport ministry. And they must get their cell groups ready. Some cell groups are ubered here. Pacenta, Batenta, Bawenta. We, what did we call this one? Bucky cell. Bucky center, because in Cape Town, we have buckies that bring the people. Pastor Stan, say the Bucky Center. But the secret is in small groups. Why? Because it's, you cannot manage the people. When a church is small, you could possibly, but even break it up. So you give more strength and more work to other pastors and shepherds. And they must then in turn make sure the people are basentat, basontat, and brought to the church. They are brought to the morning gathering. You can't just come to church alone. Who are you responsible for? Where's your sheep? You are called a shepherd, but where's your sheep? So the cell leader, which we have, which Bishop Dagdam called the shepherd, he must make a plan for his sheep to come to church. Yeah. So they come from far. So they have, oh, the buses are much cheaper in Ghana. So we can't, South African buses are a little bit expensive, but we, we operate with taxis will be a bit of a budget, but your church will grow. So what we do is, we say they must at least meet half the taxi and the church will cover the other half. But the real good shepherd will cover the whole thing. There are some, some of the shepherds who just cover the whole thing. And then you have your people being passed in. Passed in. It's going to take hard work. It can be done. Say amen. amen. Don't, don't just give up and say, ah, I need that work. Jason came back and he told me, 
Daddy, why is everybody like this? They, they keep saying things won't work. I said, I send you to America to study there. To get away from this place. Because everybody has this mind. It can not work, Pastor Sid. By all sin, the people must look and as fair. And the taxes by a child sin. And they will not betaal it, Pastor. I know, my people will not betaal it. But it's a negative taxes. I told them one day it's gonna, they're going to think it's a taxi rank here. They will pass here and say, it's a taxi rank. As they know, as they hear for Beirut, they say, no more pallets, they say, stop by breakthrough. Stop by breakthrough. The sign is great. Breakthrough. Pacenta, pacenta, pacenta. What do you call your thing? Something. So, so in other words, one man, even cars. You see, if the people say they're going to work for the Lord, then they must stop with this coming to club. You're not coming to a club. Maxika, your car is full, mensa. And you what you live, scream now. The day is a motor, scream. The day you get a car, don't forget that you were also transported to church by other people. Nobody can sit in your car because it was cleaned and you come alone. No man, let's, yeah, because if the churches are small, maybe they can't yet afford certain things, but then give your cars a taxi, man. Call it a pasonta. Are you with me? Let the pastor anoint all those cars who bring people to church. Where's a pastor... From, from uh, La Siba. Where is he? Come here. This is a good shepherd. A really good shepherd. He brings, he brings a lot. He brings a lot of people. He had a broken car and he was carting the people. Then later they had a taxi to bring people. Then later his car broke and he couldn't have anything. Then his sister phoned him and said to him, I have a car for you. And it was a Mercedes Benz. Then I thought now maybe that he has the Mercedes. He's going to now come with on his own, you know, and put on his glasses and just shake. No, the car's full of people. So God is going to continually give you vehicles because you have given your vehicles to the Lord. And the Bible says, if you give to God, it shall come back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. You will have beautiful cars. The Lord will bless your life and your heart. You have shepherded the people from far. When he initially started, I thought, maybe this thing won't last. You know, because Easter River is far from us. But then every time I speak to the children, <laughs> they always go home very late. They taxi come late. I don't know why Pastor Robin punished them so much. <laughs> then I ask, from where are you guys? Are you West Bank? Then they say, no, Easter River. I say, oh, you Pastor Lasiba's children. They're waiting for their taxi patiently. 
Late, the taxi come hour late, two hours late. They just sit in the tent and they easy. Man, man, a up next. Yeah, then he pays for Uber. He buys the chips that they're eating so they don't get impatient, the children. He's a pastor, this man. He got no Bible school training, nothing. He works for ESCOM. He switches the lights off in the night. This is the one. This is another, come here. This is another such a pastor. Yeah, this boy. He has a heart for the work of God. What is your area? Voorbrug. He's always ready. His car is very small. Now they almost going to be three in the car. There were two always now. But he loads car always full of people. One trip, two trip, three trip. Because his mind is, I'm a worker for God. It's not just me who belong to God. Everything I own is the Lord's. So don't be jealous if they drive nice cars. Because if God's word is true and it is true, then they shall be blessed beyond measure. Basentas, basontas, patentas. Bringing the people to church. Bringing the people to church. Then after church, I see them sitting in the groups having meetings. It's another thing. I, I, I won't get to that campaign. It's another campaign. They're sitting, chatting to their people. It's a blessing. We might start a branch in Easter River. Yeah, but for now, they're cutting them into the gathering service. Clap for these wonderful pastors. They are not shabby shepherds. Other shepherds are doing nothing, isn't it? If you don't have these basentas, your church is going to be small. Are you listening? Yes. Number 14, we will just skip over there. The buildings campaign. You must build something. Amen. Pastors, I've been blessed. Me and Alpi Maria, we've been blessed to have our own buildings. Amen. But I don't want you to doubt. God can do it for you. They bought a house, isn't it? And they transformed it into a church. And I believe that God is going to give them a bigger property. <laughs> because that property is already too small, isn't it? And the need is great in that area. So God is going to give them land. And they'll build a bigger property. Land is coming to you guys. Just believe by faith. You know, when I, I looked for land for 20 years. We're 20 years now, no, Deirdre? So like for 15 years, I just thought, everybody said, what about you, kick? I think, what about you, my bro? What's the ground? The council will leave a copy. And private people want to sell and they want to charge you like a millions for clean stickies, man. 
But one day God came through for us. Amen. At the right time, it's going to come through for you. Believe it. Stay connected and prosper. I connected to Bishop Dag. That's an anointing for buildings, properties, buildings. It's a, it's, a spiritual, it's a spiritual thing, man. It's a spiritual thing. Who are you connecting to? And your land will come. Your land will come. Believe it. Amen? Because buildings give stability. Kijk hoe lekker hoe ons kijk. Niemand gaat voor ons zo laat ons moet begin. And how last we must finish. Nobody is going to tell us what time to start to finish because we, God has blessed us with property. This gives stability. Yeah. Stability. We can have services anytime. Eskom can switch off. We just get the generator. Niemand zee voor ze. We were show, we were renting so long. At some stage we suffered from post-traumatic stress. So like when the service is over, we almost think we must go now. Then we keep reminding ourselves, but no, who? And maybe that's why we stay so long because we can't believe what the Lord has done for us. And mind you, we were praying on, a, on another piece of land. Oh, we were praying with power and authority. Claim this land in the name of Jesus. That's it. In our minds, it was the right peace. But in God's mind, it was the wrong peace. And I'll actually tell you, if you, if you go past the land, you're on the, if you come down, you see there's a church being built there now. That was the land we prayed hard, me and Pastor Charlie, because we said, near to Bella. Not knowing they're going to build their houses around there. And then the other thing is, it was like 4,000 square meter, Right? This was also 4,000, so we put a few bits in. But that was the one we prayed on. We were sweating. But there was an orangu praying with us, and maybe that's why God didn't give us that property. Eventually, when we got this land, you see, that with the tent is, that wasn't part of it. That was an extra that the government gave us later. Yeah. So it was all in God's design. Then the land there that we sweated on and prayed for, the people in that area, they built the, the extensions onto that pastor's land. So the pastor had to go to court for three years just to get that people remove their buildings already. And still he's not removed. So you can see his fence goes straight. Then he comes in for them and he goes out and he has to go around them. God wit beter buta. So the said, not for you because you will be a mega church. Come this way. Because you're going to need parking space. You're going to need towers. The buildings campaign. Amen. Amen. The intimate counseling campaign is something I want to set up where we have a lot of counselors after church to meet with people and then to, to share with them. To share with them. Amen. There's a lot of people who need counseling and we can't, um, they come to church so we need like counseling desk where they can go to be counseled. Beautiful. That I will talk more about in, at a later stage. The equipment and technology campaign. I want to come just to one more and I'm closing but I want to say that there's equipment and technology campaign. You must use technology. 
in the church today. I wisdom dwell with prudence, Proverbs 8.12. I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Use the modern technology. Amen? Use important equipment to make your church grow. Nice musical instruments, projectors, videos, lights. Change the church into a much nicer experience for everyone. I'm sure you all know your buildings must be nice. Use, use these modern LED lights. They are very cheap actually by the Chinese. Just a power bank, you must buy a charger. You can use your equipment to count the people, know the state of your flock. Uh, yes. You can be finding out those who are not present in the church. You can take a drone and take pictures of the audience. Then you go home and you, then you enlarge it, then you see. You say, Pastor Mike, what's in the cake? Wah, 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 wah. Waar is it? Pilinka kan. Voor op achter. Achter. Wah, 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 wah. En later, wees mee waar ze zijn. Technology. Every time people try to steal from the site, Pastor Robin goes to the camera room. Then we catch the thieves because we have technology. We're watching you. Even as you're sitting here now, there's a camera there in the corner. Is watching you. And they were for her cell phone at a back at Gale. Sit at no truck as a bliff. Was how you top up a camera. The police are back for your bait again. Technology. As I'm preaching now, the people in Johannesburg are listening to me. We're using technology. We monitor offerings through technology. We use our security services. We all have radios here, isn't it? I can talk to the sound desk from where I'm sitting. I can talk to the security guards outside. We use technology. Good as you can the Chinese make alles. You see, this LED screens, soon we will all be... Uh, afford to buy the Chinese is gonna bring it in for cheap, cheap. You're gonna see. La dalla van Europe ma expensive as Chinese gaat vele no club or scoop no Chinese TV show. All right, now I'm gonna end with the last campaign. All right, there's a number of campaigns, but I just want this is a very important one. Give me about ten spiritual minutes. I make it twelve minutes. That is just the main thing, and then and, and then an ending also. Okay. This is called the shepherd's control. Are you still awake? Yeah. Our churches cannot grow if they help us, that help us are not helping us in the proper way. So what you must do, pastors, you can't just stay with the same people all the years and there was no development. You need to control the shepherds. How do you do that? You need to have checks and balances to see are these people doing the work and if you are too soft and you're not hard then you're going to sit with people that's not really doing well because you, you're afraid to hurt people you're afraid to make changes a leader must make decisions 
The most important part of leadership is decision making. Are you with me? Galatians 2 verse 4, And they brought false brothers into the church unawares, who came in privily to spy out the liberty we have in Jesus Christ. So what we must do, we can't allow poor shepherding to continue in the church. Say amen. amen. Say shabby shepherding must go. <laughs> we can't allow cell leaders who only have two people for a whole year in their cells to continue. Can we? Why not? Because shabby shepherding must The Bible says in Galatians 5, 9, a little leaven, leaven of the whole lump. <clears throat> so shepherds, shall leaders, pastors must be removed, replaced and transferred constantly. Head of departments must be changed, moved constantly. If the thing is not working, Nou kan jylle lekker die mense gaat reel, want hulle het mys nog een hoog excessie hoek. Hulle het mys nie so gesê nie. Is dit waar? Many pastors develop a spirit of stagnation. Is it true? They are there, they got the boardsy, they got the title, but they don't do the work. Hey! And they, 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 the little leaven, leaven at the whole lump. The deadness and the lethargy of the backsliding pastor will be transmitted to the other pastors. A disloyal and a critical spirit of the pastor will be transmitted to the rest of the pastors. This is why we must, we must change things in our organization if we want to see church growth. Do you believe it? And some people must be removed, unfortunately. Imagine a soccer team play with the same players for all the years and they're too shy to tell them, sorry man, we're making changes. Then you'll be like Manchester United. If you can't score a goal, Maguire will score the goal for you. So what type of pastors and leaders must be removed? Number one, pastors who do not work from their hearts must go. Pastors who don't work. I just showed you two pastors here who work from their hearts. I can't call up the other ones who don't work from their hearts. It's just because of the TV and the poker act. Pastors who don't work from their hearts must go. There are pastors who don't work from their hearts. Only things done from the heart are spiritual power. Amen. Jesus said, nothing that comes in can defile you, but something that goes out can defile you. Are you with me? Number two, worthless shepherds must go. Worthless shepherds. This is good training for all of you. One day if you are a pastor of a church, remember this. You have to change your leadership structure if you see there's no growth, you have to have this campaign that makes, this campaign is a campaign that 
is called the Shepherd's Control Campaign. Zechariah 11 verse 17 in the NIV, it says, Woe to the worthless shepherd. It's not my words. Zechariah 11 17. Who, can, can you all see on top there? It says, Woe to the worthless shepherd. So there's a shepherd called the worthless shepherd. Amen? Who deserts the flock. May the sword strike his arm. And his right eye. May his arm be completely withered. His right eye may be totally blinded. Because he's a worthless shepherd. Hij is net als Salide. Hij is net met boeken veel gemaakt. Zijn prink is daar op je meer. Maar ze is een gevoelie. Number two, number three. Foolish shepherds must go. What shepherd? They must go with their instruments. Look at this. Zechariah 11.59. No, I don't know if it's talking about musicians because it talks about instruments. Zechariah 11.15. And the Lord said unto me, Take unto thee yet instruments of a foolish shepherd. Foolish shepherds are people whose minds are not on the ministry. They are fools. I think pastors, look, 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 look. I think because Bishop has many pastors and so on, and even BMI, we have many pastors. Don't make the mistake to also want to have many pastors. And these people are not really called for this type of work. We are just dirtying our books and we're making a fool out of the ministry. People will have to go through some tests and some trials before you can just say pastor. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting with worthless shepherds. You're going to be sitting with foolish shepherds. But they took you in a shepherd Number four. What shepherds must go out of your, out of your organization? Non-visiting shepherds must go. One of the basic duties of a shepherd is to visit the people. If a shepherd is no longer visiting the people, he must go. She must go. Zechariah eleven sixteen, The Lord speaks a curse. He says, I will raise up a shepherd in the land which shall not visit those that be cut off. Neither shall seek the young one. Kijk for me, kijk for me, my navy blue. This is no joke. Sometimes I come into the church. The church is, this church is big. We have 600 to 700 sometimes here. I can't see everybody. But sometimes I notice somebody's not here. I like to just feel as a shepherd. Then I say, who's that one again? Where's that one? I haven't seen that one for a long time. Then we call the immediate shepherd. This is, Diana, when last? Yeah, Pastor Diana. Ik weet niet, zij was last week hier niet. Ik weet, zij was hier niet. Dan vraag ik jou. Weet zij was zij? Ja, ik heb gebeld. Toen had ze haar phone op je pastor. Non-visiting shepherd. Zij zit hier, maar jouw schapen leven die is. Die is voor BMI, die, die anders moet alles toch gaan doen. Ik is niet kwaad, maar ik zeg het zoals het is. 
will raise up a shepherd in the land which shall not visit those that are cut off. Many people are cut off from the church. They are at home. There's a campaign called the visiting campaign where we must take one day and all of us go to the people that were once here on our books. We won't do it today. We don't have time, but I'm going to sh share with my leaders again later. It's called the visiting day campaign. One Saturday, we all come and we, we have the list and we go out with our cars. We go look for those. So what did you say in January? We're going to go. We're going to all go. I'm giving you strategies to grow your church. Do you know how many people come through your church doors? A lot. But if we really do this one thing called visitation, it makes a big difference. Look, Christians who come, they are babies. It's very hard to get them committed from the beginning. It needs a lot of follow-up. It needs a lot of visitations. The baby makes himself dirty. You clinking it, you know what i so you shouldn't have the mind that your people will just naturally come next week. They enjoyed it so much at your church. You don't know people, they babies. They need constant care, constant supervision. And if, 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 if we put, now we got graphs. Chase da, chase he, chase da. But they do not knock me, bro. Why are you by the people? You see, past and BMI, we better wake up. We must get serious about this. We have a vision 1000. It can't come just by us looking at graphs. We must go fetch the people. Visit the people. Do you understand? So even if you have a Sam member, Okay, I couldn't come this week. Don't write the people off. I wasn't here for a month. Don't write them off. Go. Sinise, where are they? Stand, man. When I last was in the kerk, five years back to Sinise. What is it for you? Come kerk to. I'm not a non-visiting shepherd. I'm not a non-visiting shepherd. I was by your house. To say, 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 come more. No, no, no. That was a few months ago. To say, say, come more, Pastor Suwa. And it's now five months later, but he is safe. Praise the Lord. It's my members. You know how they are your members? If they are dead, they will die. They will die for you. Pastor, hulle was mis nog laaste by Pastor. You got more members than you ever knew possible, brother. Okay, no, they don't die. But they anti-die. And the anti don't have a church. And they weren't there by you for a long time. But at least the only church they ever knew was your church. It's your member. It's your non-attending member. We are already more than a thousand, BMI. Don't get it wrong. We are much more than a thousand. But I'm not talking about vision 1,000 for the absentees. I want to see seat 1,000 minimum. Seats, chairs, I must buy it. We must count a thousand chairs. 
and we must make it full. That's our vision. Every church here has a vision. Maybe it's 100, 200, whatever. You first take small steps, then you go bigger and bigger. But don't give up on the idea that you can have a big church. God wants a big church. Persistently work at it, you can do it. Pastor, but we're stuck. You know why you're stuck? You got shepherds that must be removed. Amongst other things. What type of shepherds? Foolish shepherds? Non-visiting shepherds? Number, th- number five? Non-seeking shepherds must go. Shepherds must seek the sheep. They must step out of their comfort zones and diligently search for people who are missing. It is the young ones who go astray. It is new Christians who easily fall away. Zechariah said in 11 verse 16, Zechariah 11 16, I will raise up a shepherd in the land which shall not visit those that be cut off, neither shall seek the young one, nor heal that that is broken, nor feed that that standeth still, but he shall eat the flesh of the fat and tear their clothes in pieces. This is a wicked shepherd. The young ones are not visited. Because we say, ah, here, man, die, is he play, die is 13 years old, ach, nee, wat is nou weer net a sikkel? As he geld, as he tinders, so you don't go for it. It, it, it is a non-seeking shepherd. They, are, they, are, they must rather go, let them work in the coffee shop. Yes. Number six, shepherds who do not help people to move on in their lives, they must also go. Because shepherd, shepherding must go. Zechariah 11, 16, I'm on the same scripture all the time. It now talks about the shepherd that standeth still. There it is. No feed that. Because some people, they come to Christ, but they're standing still. Pastor Charlie took Shamir's wife. Where is she? Makati. Duty? Yeah, she's the head of, uh, what do they call it? Facility. We, we, we had a crusade in, in the Hague, and they gave their lives to Christ, Natalie and Shamir, and they were living together, and then Pastor Charlie took them under his care. Then he told them, you must move forward. You can't stand still. You must get married now. And I don't know how it worked. Did you do their marriage or something? Did I do it? Oh, I forgot. It was many years ago. I married many people. So they got married. Isn't it wonderful? They were moved, he moved them, he guided them, took them under his wing. He's, that guy is a great example of somebody who listens, Makati. Then he took him under his wing and moved him from his windy house to a house that he lived, at least rented the house. And they kept, every time they got robbed there, if they get out of the Uber, then the scholars wait for them, take their phones, and then they said no. Let me help you move to another area. Then they moved to another area, isn't it? Yeah, then they were living down the road here by the church in a nice tile roof house. Yeah. And it wasn't long when I, when I heard them moving. I said, where are you going to? They're going to Peru. You see, because he kept, he kept staying connected and the shepherd kept moving him forward. Then he had the issue of the jobs. Must he do, must he do, must he. He told me, no, he can't be away from the church. He wants, Ambassador Charlie, we guided him. He said, no. Sometimes you must make a small sacrifice in life. He says, must not deepen his skill. 
van die onnoeslike jare, nou kom ons, ons vat gauw een paar jaar, bou ons gauw vannacht vir jou op, sy gaan weer terugkom hier, so he's now working on the ocean, but he listens to my messages every day, he can tell me more about my preaching than the people sitting here, and he, he said to me, one more month, he's going to buy a car cash, then there's no problem, then his wife can drive around, and they can even drive to church, no more Uber, he'll be the Uber driver himself, that's moving forward, and we want to help so many people to move forward, if they can just take advice, but there are shepherds, they don't care, the mensen blij arm, they suck not the altijd geld vir mense. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let me close, let me close, let me close. She, uh, sheep, sheep, the last one, sheep eating shepherds must go. Sheep eating shepherds must go. Jeremiah eleven sixteen. See, it's all there. I will raise up a shepherd in the land and then at the end it says there, he shall eat the flesh of the fat. There are some cell leaders and some shepherds who just eat up the sheep. They must be moved out. There are people who are just bent on getting offerings from the sheep. There are people who only want to benefit from the people they lead. There are many people who are put in positions, but they don't really care for the people that they've been appointed to. We had one cell leader in my, when the church was young. We gave him chestnut place. And then... He saw that the people, the people in Chestnut Place have nice things. Yeah, they don't pay rent, but they got very nice DSTVs. They got DSTV, the flat screen TVs. They got everything. So this pastor, he was from another place, and he, I sent him to take care. And then he saw that the people had DVDs, flat screen TVs. He started to borrow the people's TVs, DVDs, to take to his house, because he never had it. So he wanted to watch these nice things was later the people came to complain by us what the shepherd is doing. He said, Kiri mensen are good terug. Because he was surprised. You know, you look at Chestnut Place, you think this is maybe a poor place. The men said, Grand good penny, he said, I don't know who can't be flitch up there the flu. Do you want it to be balcony? Yeah. I said, what, Seven? He said, no, hond, no, be back in the house. How great is that hond, no? Lance, what's that hond? Pijnaldo, sorry. Op die back in the house. Yeah, that's alles. Yeah. She's living on the back in the house. He waves at you when you pass by the car. You didn't see him. So when the shell, the shell leaders come, they see people stuff, they envy. Pick me up with a car. We had that thing here. We're almost like this, because we, we preach honor a lot. So some pastors have taken advantage, and I want to tell all the people, come to me. If you, if, you, if you leave that nonsense where you say, I didn't want to say because we thought not to talk about the pastors. Say, praat talk, man. Ek het nog nooit gesêd, ek kan nie praat van the pastor nie. You misinterpret my teaching. If any pastor is abusing you, come to me. Because I never abused you. Did I use your car? Did I ask money from you? Never. So if anybody else does it, you come to me. Pick me up. I'm coming there. 
take me there. Come fetch me here. Some of the pastors abuse the people. Not even, not my senior pastors, but we had a lot of this nonsense. Say nonsense. Pastor, I will not say it. When we have to learn, people must not talk about the high authority. Say, listen to me, regas ek prikkie. So, later it's fornication. The pastor told me all that is gevat, but I had thought, as I now, as I now for pastor say, I've had many, I've had many pastors that were involved in fornication or attempted fornication. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. That thing is alive. Pastors are men, so they also, uh, ladies get attracted to pastors. I told my wife, I gave her the, the, the scripture this morning. It says, when the anointing is strong on you, the virgin shall love thee. My wife was concerned. I said, no, it's a scripture, man. <laughs> but you pastors must also be very careful because you are male and you have this attraction. You see, so what happens with the wicked pastor, they take advantage of it. Yeah. I have a friend in Elsie's pastor, his name begins with a D. I say the year it has said, pass my scapo up. Nickle my scapo up. when I deal with a pastor, I don't always tell his whole story to the church. But I make sure I get him out of the position and out from damaging the people. Then when he goes, you get idiots that still feel sorry for him. They know me. By God's grace, I haven't polluted anybody here. By God's grace. They know me, but they still doubt why did I chase this pastor away. As I tell you the dirty things he did, you'll be surprised, you'll be shocked. You're stupid, that's why. They say, oh, I'm going with him to an... Hey, your wallet is so creepy. Then you can't blame me, no? Then you can't blame me. Then you don't say, my pastor has not said anything. How can I tell you? He must be here to be. to tell you why the, the pastors are gone here, but you can know that I will not allow that thing to go on while I'm here. And I won't cover the sins in that sense. I don't, I don't talk about your sins, so I don't talk about, I just make sure you can't be in this position anymore. You are a eating sheep shepherd. You must get out of here. But you see, when you see them, 
That's not the reason they give you, isn't it? Said, no, you know the way he speaks to me. And my wife said, nobody ever spoke to me like that. I didn't even tell the wife. They said, don't take any sin. Ah, you will not see good to Sit, sit, sit. I'm ready, I'm ready. like keyboard. Petilis, petilis, shepherds must go. Zechariah 11:5. Whose possessors slay them and hold themselves not guilty, and they shall sell them, say, Blessed be the Lord, for I, for I am rich. They own, and their own shepherds pity them not. There are shepherds who don't pity the sheep. It is your duty as a shepherd to feel for the sheep. Pastors, listen, I can't do this work alone. I need you to help me. But you must have a heart for the people. And you must feel for the sheep. If you have a young girl in your group and you can see she's poor, help. If you can't help, come to me. Don't just leave people in struggling. Help the people. You can help. You have the ability to help. Sometimes it takes a bit of a sacrifice from you, but give. Help. Let's help the people. Morgan is now selling rutis and stuff to make sure he brings the people here. God is going to do a great work in that area. You know, I, I have pity on people. I don't want, especially if I see you give your commitment here, I will help you always. If I can, I'll help you. But I want all my pastors to have that heart. Money comes again. Don't, don't be so concerned about money. Have pity on the people. Feel sorry for the people and help the people. The ladies are hard, but the men are... You, you, you people must rather come to the men pastors. The ladies are very hard. Feel sad when the people are sad, huh? And feel happy when they are happy. Oh, God, you see, that's why we can't have big churches because if, 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 if I can't say pity on many people, then they, they'll think I'm not a good pastor. But if I have shepherds that can also share their pity, like cry with them or lose their mothers, their fathers. They... Pastor Ali is like that. Where is he? He's, he's like that. When there's a death, he's there, pity, looking after him and Jason Adams. Good in that way. Very good. Then he, he always comes and he says, he doesn't say, you see how pity I have and Pastor Chris doesn't have pity. He doesn't, he's not an orangu. He always says, Pastor Chris sent me here. Yeah. Beautiful. Pastor Chris sent me here. Pastor Chris says this, Pastor Chris says that. Are you learning? Yeah. Don't think as you sit here, I'm talking about what people must do for you. I'm saying what you must do for the others. Because you are a worker in the church. You don't, everything doesn't have to work through your pastor. If you have the ability, you help somebody in the church. 
Buy school shoes for the children who can't afford. It will be something great you will do for somebody. Huh? Petilla shepherds. Evil shepherds. Oh, I can't. Time is greedy dog shepherds. Hmm. Isaiah 56, 11. You are greedy dogs which can never have enough. I have to tell you this one. I'm, 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 I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Greedy dog shepherds or shepherds who are just trying to gain something from being pastors. I have to tell you this one. Greedy dog shepherds or shepherds who just try to gain something from being pastors. Such people must be removed. We must screen pastors and, uh, and they must be there because they love God and the sheep. People who have to be dragged to meetings must be removed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pastors and leaders and shepherds that must be phoned every time must be asked every time, why are you not in the meeting? Remove them. Those who have to beg to attend two services. I was not in the morning, I was in the morning, but leader. Remove. Shepherding must? No. And next one, quadra, I can see. They transmit a spirit of lukewarmness and lethargy to the other pastors. I like you, but you don't listen. Say like you listen. Say it, but you come, man. Say it, but you That's why we don't have big churches. You want to know the reason? I'm giving it to you. And the last one. Dumb dog shepherds. Oh, these are all in the Bible. It's not my words. Dumb dog shepherds who cannot bark must go. All those who cannot communicate must be removed. Baba, I got the DNA so far to apply. Anders got half of my pastors in my EVC. DNA got my ears a bit fast, Otherwise, I'm going to lose half of my pastors. All those who can't communicate must be removed. Because a dog which cannot bark is of no use. Isaiah 56, 9. All ye beasts of the field come to devour ye all the beasts in the forest. Verse 10. His watchmen are blind and they are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark. Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yeah. There's no sound coming from the dog. Say Bialoma say phonus no it ani. The number you have dialed, what is that? Is not available at present. Say stium yifanaf. I must go it's canal. No, while he's traveling, you get the idea. Oh, oh, let him also make a turn there. Then you phone. My phone was in silent, master. Dumb dog shepherd. Don't you know you must communicate with head office? I'm sending you on an assignment. Check your battery, check your phone. 
I won't remove you. No. I said, um, this one, we're going to wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord. That's what I have. Otherwise, I will lose all my pastors. Almost all. They can't communicate. They can't come back to you and tell you, this is what happened, pastor. This is the current state of affairs. Because you can't run a church with no communication. Tell me what's going on. Now, they, now you must ask 10 questions before you get to the point. Ooh, Jesus. I never knew they were in the Bible. Until I turned to Isaiah 56 verse 9. I saw the dumb dog shepherds. They cannot bark. They're sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Such people also can't preach well. Do you know that? Because they don't stay in touch when you send them somewhere. Pastors who cannot communicate and relate well must be removed. The pastors whose preaching puts you to sleep must be removed. Wacht, wacht, wacht. Ons gaat hier nou. Wacht, wacht. Hoi. Daarom sê ek die boeken as te hewe vir ons. There are pastors who lack oil, anointing and the presence of God. They just don't have it. Now you must give preek beerte. But the man mark from even for Mesla. They lack the oil, the presence. They don't pray much. Their preaching is like saltless food. Blind watchmen must go. Ignorant watchmen must go. They're all in Isaiah 56. It's too much. Blind watchman, a pastor who has no revelation. He never has a dream or a vision. The Bible says in the last days, then the young men shall see visions and the old men shall dream dreams. But you then never have a dream, never have a vision. You know, God speaks to his children and he gives you revelation. You just come for the menial thing. So, if we want our churches to grow, we have to apply some of these campaigns. And nicely now, we said it at the church growth conference. So, you have a chance to pull up your socks. I can't just fire left, right and center because this was the turning point conference where I'm also learning how to do things. Amen? So now you've heard it and you've said, okay, let me communicate better. Let me have pity on the people more. Let me love the people. Let me visit the people. I haven't visited them. Uh-huh. We can have all the paperwork. And we have. If you look at BMI, we've got follow-up sheets. Our graphs are very... But on, this, on the floor, where's the people? The megachurch is within our reach. The thousand seater is here. The building is here. I've done that part also. We can see it. We turn it right around. Then when it's full, it's swollen Sunday. I want to see us at swollen Sunday, people sitting on the stage. I must only have the small piece for myself. That's what I want to see. And we'll take a photo and we send it to the other pastors. And we can do it. And we are going to do it.
And so the same for your church, wherever your church is. I didn't get to it. The time is up. I'm not going to speak anymore. Swollen Sunday is part of the campaigns. It's all in the book. Get the book and continue teaching it to your churches or come to the camp in September. August, September, maybe. See, we're having a, we're going to, Jedra is going to try and set up a camp. You want to come to a camp. Would like to come to a camp? Because this, this is too much in the short time. It's too much. Your brains can't handle it because it's spiritual food. I have to cut off now. But I pray, God, that you will have a love for people. You see, a pastor must love the people. He must know all these strategies is important, but above all, must love the people. Uh, the pastoral work is not about how nice you can look. I sometimes amaze myself how pastors take pictures of themselves before they preach. You wonder if they, if they work for a magazine. I'm only doing this to, to fit in with the young people, but it's not my style really. I have to adapt. You see? And good is dear. But it's my work, so I don't mind to spend for the work of God. It's my work. I just forgot the hairspray I wanted to have red. Forgot. At a concert, I'm gonna I'm gonna spray my hair different colors. So I'm adapting and I'm, we are shifting to appeal more to young, young people because we found out the other way is hack and tuck. We're not gaining, we're not gaining, we're not gaining. So you can't just continue going in one direction if you think it's not working. So you need to say, okay, what, what, what is the problem? What type of shepherding are we doing? Our shepherding is shabby, shabby, shabby. Alle o sister wat say, altijd moet, nee. Los. When I saw Sasipo's home cell, every Sunday we bring a home cell onto the stage because I wanted them to bring home cells as part of the church. When I saw that home cell, my heart was so happy. I said, this is, the, this is, the, this is my age. These people, give them three years, you see how tall they are and how beautiful they sing. We're sitting on a ticking bomb, actually like, Multitudes will come to the valley of decision. Isaiah 60 verse 1, we're closing. Isaiah 60 verse 1. Isaiah 60 verse 1. Everybody stand to your feet. Arise, shine, for thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Verse 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. It might look gloomy. Yea, in Delft, in, in, in Elsie's River, in Ravensmead, in Easter River, in West Bank. It might look dark, but the Lord shall arise upon thee. 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 This conference was prophetically orchestrated and planned so that we can start to move towards God's great plan for our lives. But the Lord shall arise upon... 
and his glory from my iPad and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Hallelujah. Verse 3, verse 3. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Gentiles are coming to you and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Keep going. Lift up your eyes. Look at it. Gather themselves together. They all gather themselves together. Receive the word of the Lord to you. They all gather themselves together. Lift up their eyes around about. Not your physical eyes, your spiritual eyes. It must first be in the prophetic realm before it can come into the real realm. You must believe God that your church will grow and that your church will be full. Hallelujah. Yes, we've made many mistakes, but God gives a second chance. Lift up thine eyes and see all they gather themselves together. Hallelujah. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come from afar. Thy sons shall come from afar. It won't just be colored people. It won't just be easy cause of people. But thy sons shall come from afar. Open your church to all nations. I said open your church to all nations. Hallelujah. The people from Zimbabwe will be in your church. Open your church. Open your church. Start to speak in English. Start to speak in an English that everybody can understand. Hallelujah. Yeah. And the son shall come from and thy daughter shall be nursed at thy side. My God. I said, Sipo's church is full of daughters. They shall be nursed at our side. Verse 6, the multitude of camels shall cover thee. Mm. Verse 10, and the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls, and the king shall minister unto thee. For in my wrath I smote thee, but in my favor I had mercy on thee. Yes, yes. Verse 13, BMI, this is your verse. For the glory of Lebanon shall come unto thee, the fir tree, the pine tree, and the box together, to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and I will make the place of my feet glorious. The sons of them that afflicted you shall come bending unto you, and all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the soles of thy feet, and they shall call thee the city of the Lord. The Zion, the Holy One of Israel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 15, I will make thee an external excellency. I will make thee an external excellency. And verse 22, the little one shall become a thousand, and the small one a strong nation. The Lord will hasten it in his time. Do you believe the word of the Lord? The Lord will hasten it in this time. And I think Pastor Chris Ross shared very well. He explained the message very well. So I think I'm going to ask him to share every day 
you know, the Archbishop brought the prophet and I'm also bringing you. <laughs> so you, you, you explain the, the word very nicely to all of us. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages of Pastor Chris, tune in to Chris Ross Ministries podcast. Remember, faith cometh by hearing.